Hello and welcome to this audio recording of the weekly research roundup. I am Katrina Pears, the research correspondent for the ME Association. This audio recording is for the research published between the 4th and 10th of January 2022. It has been an exceptionally quiet week for ME CFS research. There have only been two new research studies but 14 studies on long COVID. Neither of the studies published this week on ME research added to our understanding of disease pathology. We have briefly discussed the contents of both of these studies. Paper 1 follows on from one of the studies we reported last week, which uses oxygen-ozone autohemotherapy as a potential treatment option. This paper differs from the one last week as it looks at the male versus female treatment response, finding a much more positive result in females. However, this paper is almost an exact copy of the study reported last week. It feels as if the authors are trying to boost their research count. This result is mentioned in the previous research and doesn't warrant its own paper. There is actually only one graph represented in this study. Due to the nature of the research paper being a brief report, there are a lot of details missing about the trial. We don't know the exact number of treatments received. The study says that no fewer than two weekly sessions. This could mean that some people had seven treatments while others had two. We also don't know the degree of patient functioning before the trial, such as whether our patients are mild, moderate or severe. Uh, We also don't know if the patients were attending this clinic and paying for treatments anyway, and this resulted in the paper being published. I personally feel this study could yield some interesting data with a more in-depth study. I have personally tried intravenous oxygen therapy where I received 20 treatments in 30 days. While I didn't see any improvement in my fatigue or any other symptoms, others attending the clinic at the same time did report improvements in their range of symptoms. Please note that the ME Association doesn't endorse any treatment options. The second paper that's been published this week while not directly related to ME-CFS, is relevant to many studies performed, where degrees of fatigue are assessed. This study looked at comparing two commonly used fatigue scoring questionnaires. The Korean version of the multi-dimensional fatigue inventory, MFI-K, and the modified Chadler fatigue scale, MKCFQ. The study showed that these two questionnaires are a useful tool for measuring fatigue and it is unsurprising that they report that these two methods gave gave similar results. However, interestingly, the authors noted that the multi-dimensional fatigue inventory scale used may be more useful for conditions of moderate to severe fatigue such as chronic fatigue syndrome. Though the validity of this study can be questioned as the authors modified the scales for the use of the study.
The authors say that this was to resolve the difficulty of the assessment based on the comparison with the usual status, which is used in the modified Chandler fatigue scale. This audio recording of the weekly roundup, I will be back next week with another instalment.